In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. The evangelical vocation of the church is to reveal God in the world. One of the ways we as the church reveal God in the world is by living in peace with our brothers and sisters in Christ. We testify to the loving communion of the Holy Trinity by living in harmony with one another. The world comes to know who God is through our unity. In our gospel passage, Jesus prays that his followers may be one as he and the Father are one that the world may believe in him and the one who sent him. The church is called to mirror the loving relationship between Father, Son, and Holy Spirit so that the world may glimpse what God is like. This leads the church father Cyprian to reflect on how greatly someone sins who divides unity and peace, because their sin doesn't just hurt their neighbor, but betrays God's being before a watching world. He says that Jesus commands us to live in peace because discord cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Discord within the body of Christ blasphemes the name of God. When reading through the New Testament epistles, you could easily conclude that one of the greatest enemies of the early church was the tongue. The church certainly had hostile enemies who threatened its existence from without, but the more serious enemy came from within, those who used their tongues to create divisions among the faithful. St. Paul warns of gossips and busybodies, smooth talkers and flatterers. He tells his readers to watch out for those whose words create divisions and obstacles for the faith. He laments the quarreling among the Corinthians and appeals to them to find agreement so that they may have the same mind and judgment. Likewise, he tells the Ephesians to let no corrupting talk come out of their mouths, but only such talk that builds up, that their words may give grace to those who hear. St. Paul was acutely aware of how words could shatter Christian unity, and so was St. James. St. James vividly describes this danger. He says, if we put bits into the mouths of horses that they may obey us, we guide their whole bodies. Look at ships also. Though they are so great and are driven by strong winds, They are guided by a very small rudder, wherever the will of the pilot directs. So the tongue is a little member and boasts of great things. How great a forest is set ablaze by a small fire, and the tongue is a fire. The tongue is an unrighteous world among our members, staining the whole body. For every kind of beast and bird, of reptile and sea creature, has been tamed by humankind, but no human being can tame the tongue, a restless evil full of deadly poison. 
St. James goes on to say that we use the same tongue to bless our Lord and Father, and shortly thereafter, use it to disparage our brothers and sisters who are made in the image of God. St. James's assessment is sobering. How do we reign in our tongues and control our speech? How do we as a church witness to God's unity before a watching world? How do we become one when humanity is so horrible at unity? Most of us at some point have had dirt on someone we don't like. In the back of our heads, it feels like superiority. But on our tongues, it might sound like righteous information sharing. Because of this, gossip may seem like a minor and easily forgettable sin. But it's not. It's quite serious. When we cut down our fellows, we divorce ourselves from the mind of Christ. We forget that they too are God's beloveds and bear his image. And so if we are to strive after unity, we must turn to Christ when the temptation to slander, gossip, or speak in anger arises. As soon as we feel this temptation beginning to grow, we must pray to Christ that he would help us see and love as he sees and loves. If we pray for the mind of Christ, the Holy Spirit will come rushing in and restore us to love and unity. Do not be mistaken, the unity we seek is not a unity we make. In our gospel passage, Jesus makes it clear that we are not left to strive for unity by our own powers. Unity is a gift. Jesus says to the Father, The glory which thou gavest me I have given to them, that they may be one even as we are one. The gift of glory Jesus gives is the Holy Spirit, the one who knits together the body of Christ, the same Spirit Jesus breathes on his apostles with the words, Peace be with you. The Holy Spirit is the gift that binds our minds to Christ, the strong wind that guides our thoughts and tames our tongues and unites our will with God's will. And like any gift, we must receive it. And like with all gifts, we must continually remind ourselves of what we've been given. In baptism, we receive the Holy Spirit, the greatest gift. And we remind ourselves of this gift by receiving Holy Communion, the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Holy Communion reminds us that we are members of the same body, unified by the Holy Spirit. In Communion, St. Cyril writes, The abiding presence of the Spirit has passed even to ourselves. By the Son's own wisdom and the Father's counsel, he devised a way of bringing us all together and blending us into a unity with God and one another. For in Holy Communion, he blesses with one body, which is his own, those who believe in him, and he makes them one body with himself and one another. If we share one loaf, we become one body, for Christ cannot be divided. So it is that the church is the body of Christ, and we are its members. 
For since we are united to Christ through his sacred body, having received that one indivisible body into our own, our members are not our own, but his. The unity we Christians pray for is supernatural. It's a unity we cannot achieve on our own. It's a gift, and it's a gift we constantly need to recall. Our world needs to glimpse the God we worship. That we live in a polarized nation hardly, hardly needs saying. We live in a morass of vitriol and anger. We fiercely disagree over things where we found consensus just a short time ago. We devise new ways to distinguish ourselves from our neighbor and create discord. Our social media platforms are engineered to create antagonism with fellow users. Our nation shakes as vying narratives and history strive for supremacy. The cards seem to be stacked against peace. We live in a horribly divided time, but let it not be so among us. We who feast on the one body, who are the one body, must testify to a different way. We must use our words to build up the body of Christ and bring unity. Let our words start a fire, but a holy fire that warms those around us and brings them closer to Christ. It's fitting that we receive holy communion on our tongues, that Christ's unifying presence touches our tongues the source of discord. As we approach the altar this morning, let us approach with the words of Isaiah, Woe to me, for I am a man of unclean lips and live among a people of unclean lips. Let us submit our words and our thoughts to the presence of Christ and be transformed. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.